0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 to 40-ish minutes or less. That's what we've been doing these days. And you guys, we have another, yet another podcast Bonus episode with you with Leon from It's Bravo Bitch podcast. He's a Bravo influencer, historian. He just knows everything. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. We
2: are here with Leon from It's Bravo Bitch. I always want to sing Britney Spears, You Better Work, Bitch. It's Bravo Bitch. But it's so it feels so good to be talking to you. I can't ignore and we don't want to ignore the fact that it is just a really weird um, and unsettling time in the world. And we uh, definitely are not going to steer away from the Black Lives Matter movement. We're going to talk about it. There's a lot of opportunities to talk about it with Bravo Examples. But we're also going to talk about just Bravo in general and uh, maybe give you a little bit of uh, a smile um, and a little bit of a break from just all the sadness out there. But with that, we are so excited to have Leanne on. Leanne, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me, ladies. How's everyone uh, doing, considering? Are we excited to do this today?
2: am. I'm ready. Like, I think it's going to be fun to just like, we always say when we talk to Bravo people, it's like, we speak the same language. Like I I love just being with Bravo
1: people. Makes me happy.
2: Yes. No, I'm happy
1: too. I think like Abby said, we acknowledge everything that we that's going on. We are with you. It's important. It's an important discussion that we need to have as a country, but I think, you know, and I need to find some lightness too. And what better way to do that? Find a little bit of light. Than with bravo drama
3: absolutely absolutely ladies thank you for having me and i do want to say to everyone out there that my hearts are with you and um you know like the gal said we just want to bring you a little smile but we're still going to keep it real and you know you got the bravo betch on so it's gonna get bitchy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's
2: gonna get shady people and it's i can't wait so I mean, this, I feel like on top of the racial tension happening in this world, we also still have coronavirus happening, social distancing. There are a lot of people still completely quarantining themselves and that in itself is isolating and challenging. And so it's like, God, like we all just need a little bit of light. And over the last two and a half months, it's been really challenging. And for me, I mean, it's really just, Bravo's kind of given me, Life and giving me an outlet. So, Leon, what I mean, what franchises, what shows, what like what Bravo content is giving you life right now in these dark times?
3: Well, uh, yeah, it's definitely been an interesting time, but I have used Bravo to kind of go down the rabbit hole and get out of uh, what's happening. And you know, the ladies of New York have always given me life. You know, I feel like they're the franchise that knows how to have the most fun you know, the friendships are really there. Um, you know, a lot of the other franchises I've been having some trouble, you know, Vanderpump rules is, um, I'm, I'm having very split decisions on, um, Real, Real Housewives of Atlanta, I had a lot of expectations, and it, it kind of let me down, and I was very disappointed by some of the behavior, you know, Nimi walking off and not kind of dealing with the issues head on. Um, so I, I've, I've had issues with Orange County you know Kelly Dodd's been saying crazy things and being very insensitive. So I don't know. Right now, I feel like everyone's kind of like on the bad and naughty list, but Real Housers of New York is just my absolute favorite. So I would say they are giving me life right now, gals.
1: Loving Roni. We can always depend on Roni for a good time. I agree with that. I've Abby and I've dogged and we can talk a little bit about the pump reunion, but we think it's shit. We think pump rolls or uh, pump in general is kind of on its last leg. But even Beverly Hills, I won't say too much about it, but even this season, uh, it's good. But I'm I'm worried it's going to we saw everything we needed to see in the trailer and that there isn't going to be too much more to see. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of interested <laughs> to see how that even though we haven't had the Brandy moment yet, but I feel like it's going to be not that big of a deal.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Mixed feelings about Beverly Hills as well. Um, Loving Garcelle. Um, Yeah. You know, I'm a 90s kid, so Denise Richards has always been like really high up there in – everything you could ever think of. I mean, just as a boy, you know, Denise Richards. (laughs) She's always been great, but I just don't know if she's a great housewife yet. Um, I'm loving Sutton and um, people are crazy about her in all sorts of ways. So that's a good sign that she might be a good housewife. But I do agree, Beverly Hills, I'm kind of snoozing, you know? The stuff that happens off camera on Instagram is a little bit more exciting. There's more drama there, which is not really a good sign.
2: Yeah, I feel like Beverly Hills just struggles to really connect with their audience. It's like they find one thing that happens off camera or while filming it leaks on social media and everyone gets so excited about it and they think they can just hang the whole season on it. Like we saw that with God, that poor dog that just ruined last season. We're seeing it with the whole Denise situation this season. It's like, okay, any other franchise, you don't just center it around one isolated event. You give us a lot more. And for some reason... It's like Beverly Hills, maybe just the content's not there or it just they don't have the right cast, but it's like they can't find anything to like give us more momentum, more reason to keep watching other than these few isolated incidents.
3: Yeah, and we don't need Kyle crying every episode. Girl, if you're going to be the queen, stop crying, please.
1: <laughs> also, just kind of <laughs> own your shit. I mean, I thought the whole, the couple episodes that we had about kyle and teddy and we and abby and I are super biased we do love kyle but just own your shit you're better friends with teddy it's just that whole thing i felt like blew up more than needed and in new york that would have been resolved in one episode like 10 minutes
3: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she just said, like, this is why i'm friends with teddy more because you yeah. guys do this
2: <laughs> exactly and like could you imagine if they'd be like sonia you always share a bed with ramona and she's like yeah, I'd share a bed with you too. You want to make out with me like that? Like Sonia just, you know, I, she's just a national treasure, Sonia. But I just, yeah, New York has always been my favorite. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, they've had cast changes and then they always do a great job of bringing new people in. And even when some of our favorites leave, like with Bethany, they find a way to just make the show even better, which obviously I'm referring to Leah, I'm obsessed with her. What do you think about Leah?
3: (laughs) You know, I think she's a fresh breath of air. She's great. She's what we need, you know, a little new blood, a little young blood, you know, kind of that perspective to be like, is it really that deep? Like, it sounds like you're upset. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like all the stuff that would be triggering to someone that is really set in their ways. You know what I mean? We're seeing it on Vanderpump Rules, even with Charlie, the minute she says like, oh, Jax is 50, it just enrages him, you know? So um, I feel like she's that kind of young, fresh breath of air that's kind of calling everybody out like, Really? Do we really need to be like that? Does it really need to be that serious? And yeah, I was drunk last night. I do remember everything, even though she didn't. Um, I like her. She's great. I think there's a lot more onion there that we need to peel back. Um, you know, there's stuff there that I really want to get into the nitty gritty, uh, family wise and parent wise and all that, but I like it. And, um, She's a crazy drunk too. (laughs) I mean,
1: crazy drunk, that's an understatement. I think what we all witnessed last week was a theatrical piece by Bravo when you have Dorinda and Tinsley, the juxtaposition of Dorinda and Tinsley having this like somewhat heartfelt moment while Leah is about to burn the place down (laughs) and like the chair is everywhere and goes crazy.
2: My favorite part of her <laughs> drunk rage is that it's not just like she doesn't like yell at people necessarily it's always objects that just like piss her off for no reason tiki torches chairs it's just like i don't know how her brain's thinking when she's drunk but i love that she just starts like just being completely ridiculous but it's just like one of those like it's almost like watching like this like amazing masterpiece of a play. And you're like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing.
3: Yeah, I, uh, I'm i definitely enjoying her. I think she's great. Um, uh, I want to see more though. You know, it's still early, but so much has happened, you guys. And we're not even 10 episodes in yet, which is a good sign.
2: It's going to deliver. I'm really not worried about New York. I feel like it's, like it's always going to be a great franchise. I just like, it's like, how are they going to continue to top it? Season after season,
3: uh oh, uh it's a hard question, especially just because, um, you know, like the kind of stuff that we're dealing with right now, you know, like I, we we look at Bethany, who is just what a gem, you know, she is just a fabulous housewife, she's done the work good, bad, and ugly, but then to continue on afterwards and make such a deep impact, I think she's fantabulous. And I don't think we'll ever get anybody like that. You know, now we got Elise, who's um, Shannon Doherty's twin uh, twin mother. And, uh, you know, she, she just seems... I don't know about Elise. I just keep looking at Shannon Doherty when I see her.
2: <laughs> okay, now that you said that, I'll never unsee it. I'm like, my mind is, like, blown I kept thinking, like, who does she remind me of? Who does she remind me of? And that's it. Oh, my God. Like, yes. I. It's
3: it's, Shannon.
2: It's totally Shannon Doherty. You know what? And, like, they kind of have similar personalities in a way. It seems like they don't necessarily fit into the group um, with their castmates very well. Did you see some people, and I'm trying to remember who have posted, like, Elise apparently has been around since, like, season three. There's, like, sightings of Elise. And she's, like, basically – been part of housewives forever it's
3: just this season she's become a little bit more relevant yeah no uh she's been in the background for a long time Ramona says she's known her for 20 years um you know that doesn't really say good things about it you know like you would if I was on season three girls you would know that I was there (laughs) you know you would know so I'm just like why are we giving her a little chance now? And why is Ramona trying to make her happen? Ramona, it's not going to happen.
1: Well, also, i kind of curious to see. I think they might have had maybe a falling out. Elise had shared to her story some text messages from Ramona. I don't remember the full context because I have pregnancy brain and I'm going to use that. <laughs> For almost everything but it didn't seem like there's pleasantries between the two so i'm curious to see um what happens with that but yeah i agree with everything you guys are saying i think elise she's also very like a courtney kardashian monotone in her delivery too yeah which is kind of hard to kind of get into her but i I mean yeah she's just kind of there
3: she's not giving me much other than like uh You know, the judger, like Dorinda says. Like, when Dorinda has to call you out and say that you're being judgmental and you're being – that's pretty bad. You know, I was – I've been on this Dorinda kick for a while. Like, she's been very disappointing uh, this season. And I'm just like, get off Tinsley. Like, what's really – brewing under the surface why are you so upset and you're just miserable you're taking it out on everybody Um, but when she has to you know she comes around when she's the voice of reason that's classic Dorinda that's what we love about Dorinda she does have a good heart so when she has to look at Elise and go okay judger, okay judgment and here comes a psychologist it's like you guys are tit for tat and you guys need to relax and I think that's why Ramona really brought Elise on she wants a cheerleader in her corner she wants someone that's gonna you know build her up and like be that you know Ramona is the backbone of Roni and it's like calm down Ramona calm down girl
2: I think Ramona's gonna have a really hard time at the reunion and just going forward there aren't a ton of people in Ramona's corner now I will say I um I look at her a little bit differently but originally she was posting some things regarding um, everything going on with the death of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And somebody said, why haven't you commented in support of Black Lives Matter? And she responded with, all lives matter, which uh, is, I think, a very, I don't I'm trying to think like the best way to say, it's not a very supportive statement because it's um, it's implying that what's going on right now isn't as heavy as it really is. And I, I think for some people it is, all they can think about because it's, it's terrifying what's happening in this world. She has since come out and said that she, since educating herself and others educating her, she is now in, like understands and she's in support of Black Lives Matter. But for a couple of days, I, no one on Rony was helping Ramona out. And I think it's going to be hard for her to get people back in her corner after that statement. I, mean, what I do feel you like
1: a couple other housewives might have done something similar. But I think what these women need to learn, and especially with the platforms that they have, that it we kind of talked about this off air, but it's OK to say at once upon a time, I thought I, it was all lives matter. I have since educated myself and I'm taking the time to listen and better myself. And I understand why it's important to say Black Lives Matter. I, that's the part. That's the stuff that annoys me that we don't get to see more of from them.
3: Absolutely. I I completely agree with both of you. And, you know, just, you know, if there's people out there listening that don't really get it as well, you know, it's kind of just like the house on fire metaphor. It's like there's a house on fire in the neighborhood. So they're saying we need water like everybody. We need water over here. And it's someone going, well, we all need water. It's like, no, we get it, Fred. We all need water. But is your house on fire right now? and i think that's like the best kind of analogy that we could break it down to it's like we know that all lives matter we're not saying that we're not saying that only black lives matter but black people's lives are the ones that are being taken away right now this is what we're focusing on so right now it's black lives matter and i feel like um ramona did get a little brunt of it and she had no choice but to change her words you know this woman is in her sixties. There people can change, but I'm just not really buying it. I feel like Ramona's always been a monster and we've known it, but she's been our monster, so we've let it go. But I just really feel like it's time to really hold the feet to the fire. You know, Ramona, you've been bad, so you need a timeout right now. Like I'm just not messing with Ramona right now.
1: Do you guys think this is an opportunity for Bravo? And not to veer off too far off from Roni, but just talking about this and Ramona to have like a, uh, I don't wanna say like an after school special because <laughs> I don't wanna take away from what we're talking about, but having a discussion with these housewives. We've seen Portia, at, she's in the front line, she's protesting, she's doing her part. Obviously, as a Black woman who's probably, who's experienced prejudices on her own, Like I just would love to see Andy have an open table discussion and just have a talk. Would you guys like to see yeah. something like that and educate someone like a nice. rabona or someone? I mean, just to have an open discussion.
3: I don't see why not. I think knowledge is power, you know, and I I don't want to come off like I'm being too harsh. You know, it's just the the harsh reality of like what we're seeing on TV. Like I'm just fed up. And I know a lot of people out there as well are and I'm just I don't know. I just think it's time to take accountability. You know, it goes beyond the TV and the laughter, you know. Trust me, you come on my show and I will be the first one to tell you. You guys, it's TV. It's a reality show. Like, let's all calm down. The canceled con- the canceled culture is like out of control in general. But at the same time, like, now this is real life issues. This is what we're dealing with. And these are the people that we're looking up to, giving our money to. So, yeah. You need to educate yourself and do better. Do better.
2: I think Bravo as a whole needs to do better. I mean, I looking back in the last year, even taking it farther, you could go way back. There have been so many examples of not, like racist, not inclusive statements. I mean, you think of Dallas had a lot of issues with um, not necessarily the black community, but look at Leon, uh, the comments she was making towards Carrie. You had Brandy's video surface where she was making fun of <clears throat> Asians. Um, God, there's been other ones now that I, I'm blanking on. And I, you know, Vanessa and I were talking about this. You go back to um, Beverly Hills when Joyce was on and people were making statements to her and she was saying she identifies as part of the black community. And people are like, no, you're not, you're, you're Latino. And she's like, I'm Dominican. I like they, I'm from the Dominican. I, but that's a, a mixture of several different races. And she like, the fact that she had to explain it, I just feel like Bravo has had a lot of issues and then we've had Max and Brett and uh, we'll definitely dive into that as we talk about the Pump reunion, the future of Pump and now Ramona's statements. It just, it seems like there's a little bit of a problem with Bravo and this would be a great opportunity to address it head on and make a change and kind of be the first network to say, we're not perfect. Um, our people aren't perfect. We're going to educate ourselves. We're going to try to do better. And this is this is what we're doing.
3: Yeah, and Ramona said that Avery's been helping her out. You know, she's like, she's making a list of documentaries for me. And I can see that. Avery is a young, uh, you know, girl. But she is privileged, you know. She's lived on the Upper East Side of Manhattan her entire life. So um, I, I just hope that we are going to do better. I'm not I'm not trying to get really down on everyone. It, it is Bravo. I, I, I want to keep a light on my perspective, but there is some harsh realities we have to face. So I just hope that we all can do better as people, you know, And I guess.
2: You know, a thousand percent. Take, oh, yeah. I was gonna say in that same respect, I mean, I, um, been watching a lot of different interviews we posted um, to our stories a couple of days ago, uh, the third hour of today, which is Craig Melvin, Al Roker, Chanel, and Dylan. And Dylan was saying how she, for the first time uh, in her career and friendship with, you know, the three of them, She was really nervous to speak to them because, you know, she is white and she does know there's a privilege associated with that. And she doesn't want to say the wrong thing and she doesn't want to upset anybody. And I think there is almost like this fear of like, I just don't want to mess up. I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I'm just not going to speak about it. And that's like, you know, the scary thing and why black um, Tuesday was happening. Like everybody, I think needs to feel like it's okay to talk about it. You're not going to be perfect but just try to educate yourself and try to do better. And, you know, we were talking before we started recording about the Vanderpump Rules reunion. And I think that's why, for me, Brett's statement felt a lot more sincere. He's like, I messed up, but I am educating myself and trying to be a better person. And he recorded that before any of this happened. It was like the timeliness of the reunion dropping last night and all that's going on and the fact that they recorded it weeks ago. It's it's really bizarre. (coughs)
1: Excuse me. I kind of wish Lisa would have taken a stronger stance. I, I mean, Leon, I don't know what your hot th- takes or thoughts about Lisa, but I feel like Lisa does have a. Um, she is a little bit manipulative in her words and her choices, and I in that last five to ten minutes of Vanderpump Rules, when they did talk about the tweets that rate um, the racist tweets that Max and Brett had it doesn't matter that there were several years ago, they're still wrong and they acknowledge that they're wrong. It's in all in how they responded to it. But I wish, I wish Lisa would take a stronger stance, especially given the fact, and we've all talked about it, so I won't beat a dead horse on it, but the fact that we're dealing with an all white cast.
3: <laughs> yeah. There's no type of other representation on that show. You know, like they live in West Hollywood. There's like a rainbow of people, uh, you know, even the one transgendered person on there, they ran her out. And granted, she was not the best reality star. Like, we could spot one from a mile away. We know when it's going to work and it's not going to work. And she didn't work in that show. But, you know, I they also didn't give her a fair chance. So I do agree with Lisa. You know, she's a public figure. She's an entrepreneur and a very successful one. So I feel like it's going to come naturally that she's going to be very – careful with her words it didn't surprise me that she called jackson Brittany right away when she found out what was going to happen you know she's like you gotta fix this it's damage control she uh yeah i do feel like there is some sort of manipulation happening there um but i'm not surprised i'm not surprised
2: do you think pump has a future because this was not the best season for pump
3: I think pump is over, you know, like, like, okay. If we want to continue it, like we need two different shows. We need the newbies at Vanderpump rules, creating a new show. If you, if you guys still want to see the old cast, let's give them a different kind of spinoff. But to me, it's over, you know, we've outgrown them. We've seen them grow up. They're married now. They have They're you know, they're getting ready to start families. Uh, i don't necessarily need to see any more to be honest with you i've had my fun i don't wish them any ill well or you know i don't want you guys to have money anymore or anything like that it's just like next you know we've seen enough like you know i'm i'm not crazy about the cast anymore i don't like stassi anymore um i was yelling at the tv during the reunion you know she's a horrible friend and she just loves to point out how everyone is horrible When she was horrible for like the first five seasons, (laughs) you know, she just created something out of her mess and created a business and found a man that's like, oh, I'm willing to capitalize on this with you, you know, but girl, you were really a bad friend, a bad person for the longest time. The biggest brat I've ever seen on television, you know, Um, I'm not crazy about them. Sheena is like the one I'm rooting for, and now we know that they've been doing her dirty this whole time. I know, I know. Whereas Poor I never girl. thought
1: I'd say is Sheena. I'm like rooting for Sheena, <laughs> but I I couldn't agree with you more. I think we're done with the cast, and honestly, I I'm not really sure who's all really friends anymore. I think it used to be like a genuine friendship amongst all of them. There's obviously that rift between Jackson Tom, which I do hate to see. I will admit, like the softy and me, and like. I do hate seeing friends pulled apart because of being on reality TV and there's probably deeper stuff there, but I'm not really convinced that they all like hang out um, like they used to. I think there's definitely clicks and whatnot, but I just am really over it. I mean, I will say the first episode of the reunion was far, far more interesting and entertaining than the entire season, but it just feels when you have to like make things feel script and throw in an episode about a softball game. Between cast uh, members, I'm not into it.
2: <laughs> and I mean the fact that they instead of doing the uh, full on reunion, they did secrets revealed. I'm like, God, you guys are so desperate. Like, I just, I with, like, I just don't think we usually get that with the strong shows. So, yeah, I think it's it's coming to an end. Uh, it'll be curious to see what the future holds for. Though I could see a spinoff. I could see a Vanderpump um, Vegas. There's a lot of lot of different options, but quarantine has definitely thrown a wrench into future projects and filming. I mean, what do you what do you think? Some of these shows, like OC, that was mid filming and had to stop, and then had to do home filming. Like, what do you think we're gonna? What uh, can we expect uh, in these new seasons coming out post quarantine?
3: Um, you know, with Orange County, I've been on the fence with them for a long time. Um, you know. With Tamara and Vicky and all that ugliness that happened, you know, they've been kind of like the redheaded stepchild as well of California, you know, like where fans are just not happy with them. But um, I think we have a good opportunity here with Bronwyn. I think she's a good housewife. And she's the kind of person that walks uh I mean that, that walks to talk. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just um say say the, the right thing post about the right thing but i do think we have a good one on our hands and i think we have a an opportunity here to document what's happening you know in our world not just with black lives matter but even just going back a couple months ago you know we are still in a pandemic you know we're dealing with an open air virus whether people are downplaying it or people don't believe it or you know I, I think we've all known someone connected that has suffered from COVID or has died or has been impacted. You know, I lost my job over COVID. So to me, it's very much real. You know, I haven't worked in two months because of COVID. So To me, it's a very much real thing. So I think we have an opportunity here to document and to make this show come back again um, in an authentic way. But they are going to need real friendships. And I do think they they need a cash shakeup very badly. Um, But I think they should start centering everything around Emily and Bronwyn, in my opinion. Emily's a firecracker and there's something there. There's that marriage alone is enough to shine light on. I've been to dinner with them before. Uh, they're friends of mine. And I'm, I've sat at dinner with them and I'm just like, I need to know more about this specifically, <laughs> you know? So um, I do think that there's opportunity with OC and if they play their cards right, maybe we can have a comeback. Maybe.
2: Do you think Kelly Dodd, I mean, she's obviously in for this season, but she's made a lot of insensitive comments about coronavirus. She's been seeing kind of jet setting back and forth from New York to California, even during the peak of COVID with really not only no concern for her safety, but other people's. She's made some insensitive comments. Um, I think around, I, I believe she made some insensitive comments when things were first starting. Um, she changed her tune in regards to black life matters. I mean, do you think that she gets, um, another season after this one?
3: I actually think Kelly Dodd is coming to... There's going to be a fade out. I just can't see um, Bravo being okay with this. Uh, You know, I just feel like she's really put her foot in her mouth, you know, and I feel like that's been the problem with OC for a really long time. You know... I've been a podcaster for a really long time, and before I had my own show, it's Bravo Bitch Podcast. I was just doing regular after shows for all the Bravo shows that I was really passionate <laughs> about. Sorry, my dog keeps working. No, you're but, good.
2: Uh, Quarantine uh, life, it, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to um, when it comes to Orange County, I just feel like uh, we just can't excuse the stuff that's happening. It's like, girl, really, like we can. We can give you a pass on a lot of things, but like, they've had to intervene so much. And the reason I brought myself up in the after show, sorry, my dog distracted me, is uh, this is what I was going to say. I've actually been in contact with Bravo and the Orange County Housewives for the last like five years. So Vicky, the Tamaras, all of them, and I've always tried to get them on my show. They don't live that far away. And it's never been an easy ride. And I've never been able to successfully get any of them on my show other than for Emily and Gina. And that was because they were like, we're going to do it Bravo because Bravo has had to intervene with them so much. These women have been sued because <laughs> they go on podcasts and they just go off the handle. You know, we saw it with the whole Heather McDonald and the Tamra thing. And then Kelly Dodd started doing it to, to Vicky. And that's when Vicky wanted to sue everybody. So Bravo was like, you know what? You guys are not allowed to do podcasts. And so that was, like, the first couple years. And now we're seeing Kelly Dodd do stuff on social media. I just feel like eventually Bravo's going to get tired of it. I do think she is going to film, and she has been filming, but I don't think it's going to last all season. I think there's going to be some sort of, like, punishment, acknowledgement in the middle of the season because – It's too much. It's not working. And I think she's pissing too many people off. Oh, and she
1: like has zero remorse for it. I feel like anytime she apologizes, it's like a fake apology. It's, it's really disappointing, honestly. I mean, it, it is, we live in America and we have, we have all these things. You'll hear everyone get on their stool, their, um, about the freedoms we have and we can have all these opinions and stuff but i just feel like her way about it and she's not listening or being mindful of other people is what all what's is what makes it so wrong in my opinion it's it's kind of i can't i have to like mute her like i i don't even really care anything for kelly dodd yeah
2: i don't think it's
3: about discussions right it's not really about opinions it's like let's have open discussions You know, because I feel like when you throw an opinion out there, it's like, this is what I believe. And this is what's happening. And this is how like, it's going to go down as opposed to like, guys, this is how I'm feeling. But like, you guys are the ones that I'm connecting with and talking with like, like, what do you guys think about? Then it's like, no, actually, you should, you know, think about this more. And they'd be like, Oh, wow, that's an interesting perspective. Like, I'll keep that in mind when I'm really trying to form how I'm feeling right now. Cause I feel like we're all conflicted. You know, we're, we're, we're seeing so much bad stuff on television. We don't know where to look. It's too much. <laughs> all of it is a lie. So, yeah. you know, we're not all perfect, but at the same time, like we need to be open for discussions and we need to be, mindful of what we're saying you know our words have so much impact these days it's not like when we were little and we used to say sticks and stones may break my bones but words will never hurt me that is so wrong words hurt so much these days they change lives they change narratives you know the kind of words that are being said by our leaders these days have a very very lasting impact on society these days something to think about food for thought
2: Look at that. Wow. That got deep, but I know I completely agree. I think that's the thing with Kelly Dodd though, is that there, there is no discussion. Look at Gina and Bronwyn. They did not get along last season, but a lot of their conflict was discussions it, and it wasn't necessarily just yelling at one another or just throwing an opinion out there. Gina saying, this is how I feel. You said this, I disagree with that. I feel like I feel about this way. And I don't, I just, I, I, Kelly Dodd is just like, whenever she feels like someone's trying to have a debate with her, she just throws something mean out there. Like you're fat, you're ugly. You know, she just throws these mean comments. It's like, whoa, I'm just trying to have a conversation with you. We don't have to agree. And she's just done it so many seasons. I think everyone's just over it. The arguments, the mean statements, and just the fact that she's just so tone deaf, um, just is it's, 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 uh, it's done. We're all over it, but I can't help but wonder thinking about quarantine and, shows that we're supposed to start filming and then we're delayed and I'll, like I'm thinking about like the Southern charms um I believe New Jersey's supposed to start filming soon if they haven't already it makes me wonder though some of these shows that are, are kind of on the outs of is this just like the nail in the coffin like will we get will we actually get another season of Southern charm
3: I don't think we need it I don't think everybody's trash on it. Like, first of all, the guys have never been these upstanding gentlemen. Let's just let's just keep it really guys. Like we love love Craig. Oh my God. (laughs) Craig is a national treasure and I've met him and I have photos with him and I've yeah, he's, he's beautiful. The earth, and he's like such nice a nice guy. Oh, Except yeah. for
1: Craig. So we'll exclude Craig. Yeah, everyone <laughs>
3: but, Craig. but like Thomas and JD and like even yep. Shep. Like I know we all laugh at Shep, but he's a walking, sexually transmitted disease. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are, we are, so we are, I've never really been a huge fan of Shep, especially after that. I'm not even going to go into that video that he posted making fun of a homeless person with cans. I, I, he's, Yeah. Anyways, the future of Southern Charm. You think it's done.
3: Yeah, I do. Unfortunately, there's just too much. Even the good people on the show like Cameron and Naomi and like, you know, Chelsea, they're like, bye. We're not sticking around for this, you know. So, you know, if we want to give the girls a show or something, like maybe we can give the girls a show. But, you know, I love Patricia and I love Michael, you know, her going to McDonald's and her Bentley. You know, (laughs) I I love all of that. You know, it's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. It's great. But, you know, if we're going to look a little deeper, which I feel like we all are now. like. are all looking a little deeper you know we used to love when kelly was like you know telling shannon like your friend is ugly like we all thought it was funny but now that she's saying really ugly things we're like no girl so it's i feel like you know we used to love all this messiness you know we used to love when nini was like choking me again uh, and like now we're like no girl it's too much so i feel like now we're just looking a little deeper We're looking a little deeper. So um, if we're going to look a little deeper, we're going to see more cracks in the foundation. And I just feel like Southern Charm has too many, too many cracks, girl, too many.
2: I feel like they'll do something with Craig. I don't know if it's going to be like stitching on or something about his business and just Craig in general, because everyone loves Craig. I have not met someone who said, I love Southern Charm, but I don't like Craig. And I think he's the only one left that people like.
3: He's so sweet. I met him at a bar in New York City. He was sitting by himself. And my agent and I were talking. And she's like, look who's behind you. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know we, like, never hang out. And, like, this is so rude. But do you mind if I go over there? She's like, go? Are you kidding me? She's like, go. I'll, I'll catch up on an email while you're over there. And I just ran over there. And, you know, I, like rubbed his back before I even said anything and he turned around (laughs) like who the hell's touching me and I'm like hi I'm sorry I'm just such a huge fan and he was so open and nice and you know just like a cool guy you know we you know I didn't open up with the fan thing it was more like professional like oh I talk about you all the time in my podcast (laughs) but uh no he was a really nice guy and I I don't know I I don't want to like I said, come off too harsh. I really am not that big of a bitch, but maybe I am.
1: <laughs> you can you <laughs> can be bitchy. We can embrace it. <laughs> you're don't feel like that. Down. Yeah, yeah. You're the, you own it, as Rena says. Own the bitchiness. But yeah. you know, all right, I no, know, we guys. love it's
3: like we love Craig, but maybe we don't need the whole southern charm. Anymore.
1: I just honestly don't know how. I'm kind of. I'm really it- it- interested to see it. I know. Um, why am I blanking on Austin's girlfriend's name all of a sudden? Madison. Madison, love Madison. Her. I feel like she would have a bigger role and stuff, but I just don't know. Without Cam, Naomi, Chelsea, none. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of like, where do you go? Well, from she's here?
3: a star. That's what it is. It's like you're recognizing that there's a star in there, um, and that's fine because there are stars in all these cast members. I don't like Summerhouse. I think it's. A what? Joke. It's a trash show, but I think Lindsay is a star. Does that make sense? Cuz oh
2: God, Lynn, no. I take. I really love
1: I Summer House. I, I will die on this hill.
2: I love Summer House.
3: Oh my gosh. What, do you, yeah. it, what do you love about it though? What do you love about it? Everything.
1: Thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's <an> escapism <laughs> that the friends, yeah, they
2: get drunk, they have fun, they're hungover. they're in a the house and I don't I just some are fun with them. I love them. Um, that's I a don't pro- know.
3: I I I am going to be honest with though and I like I am going to say this like I have not watched like all the episodes like that. So like maybe I haven't given it a fair shot, but uh, there's. I have problems. Like the first couple times I've turned it on like Carl is just like, "Ugh," and the stuff that Kyle has said and then that one guy who was like Totally gay, but acting like he was banged like 12 Jordan. girls. That, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, what girl would bang you? You are a flaming, flaming Jack from Will and Grace. <laughs> He's like, yeah, a- man, I banged like five girls last night. And I'm like, did you, did you mean guys? Cause you seem like a flaming homosexual to me.
1: <laughs> well, Leon, you really need to give it a chance. Like you said, like you said, taking Leah's words is not that deep. <laughs> That's probably why we love it. It's not that deep. I will. I mean, it's not like we're saving the world by watching Summer House, but it is such great escapism, especially in this time. And they're just a good time. They're a good time. Working people. They're in their thirties. I'm in for it. You got to give it a chance.
3: I'll give it a chance. We are locked down. You know, we, I, I might as well. But yeah i just i've had they've just gotten on my nerves that's okay you know they're just like
2: skip the reunion though their reunion was terrible they were like the first zoom reunion and it was awful oh really it was
1: really (laughs) low budget
3: (laughs) oh my god I, don't yeah, the, the zoom reunions, a... I feel like they have kind of stepped up their game with the zoom reunions like the atlanta one and even the pump rules one like they've gotten pretty good at keeping it like they're right there almost with the timing and the there's no delays or anything so i think they production wise they've stepped it up
2: i want to know like i would love to see like a be like a making the video making the reunion how they've done these zooms because if you've been on a zoom, you know, it's hard. Like you can click on certain squares and make them bigger and stuff, but the way they go in and out of the squares and then side by side, and then they jump to four squares and then it's back to 12 and then it's everybody. Like, how are they doing that so quickly? And I know like they're probably having, you know, 20 people record all different things so they can cut and edit it, but that has gotta be a lot of work.
3: Yeah. It's all post-production. Don't let it fool you. (laughs) Uh, You know, zoom is zoom. And you know you could take those clips and cut out the milliseconds, so there's no pauses, and it seems like it's seamless. Um, that's all post post magic. Post magic. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it looks it comes. It looks good, but I mean, what do you think? Are we gonna get reunions again? I mean, are we ever gonna see the women fighting to have a spot closest to Andy on the couch?
3: I mean, I hope so. You know, I I do feel like life will go back to normal. Um, and we will go back to our petty bravo fighting over you know i saw your boyfriend on page six kind of stuff <laughs> so um i do think it'll go back to normal eventually and we will we will have these ladies fighting and stuff but hopefully there's just a little bit more perspective because you know we've been through a lot this year 2020 has been awful and um you know, the ladies aren't excluded from this. They've went through this as well. So they might have a little bit more money and a little less perspective, but, um, they got us. That's what they have. And, uh, you know, we can give them a little bit of reality. So it'll be nice to see how they come out of this. I'm interested to see that. So I hope they all come around back again.
2: I think we'll see. I mean, I hope we see it again. Um, It's going to be interesting to see like how this changes and affects the way certain reunions are done Uh, and even filming. I mean, it might be a while before we get a trip with the housewives, at least an international trip.
3: The trips are the best part, you know, everything happens on the cast trips, you know, all of my favorite uh, moments on Roni have been on cast trips, you know, Sonia, drunk, tequila, Mexico, Bethany, drunk, topless, uh, you know, Leah, topless, Tiki torches, burning down the Hamptons, uh, you know, Luann, falling in the bushes, doing the pirate, you know, like, I got a lot oh, more that came from I know, the so cast many trips, good trips. Are the best parts.
2: You know, and as you said that, I was realizing it. we've already kind of had too many trips with Roni already because they've done, <laughs> which is crazy, right? They did. I guess the Hamptons doesn't technically count as a trip, but they they left the city. They did the Hamptons with um, Ramona's new place. Then they did um, Newport, which they're still there. I'm sure they're going to go on a big trip. I don't know where it is. I know they leaked. I mean, not leaked it, but we saw Maybe it. Maybe they're
3: Sunday. just yeah. tired of being in the city. But you know what? Also, though, like, Dorenda doesn't really live in the city anymore. She lives in Great Barrington, which a lot of people don't realize it's in Massachusetts.
1: What? Yeah, she,
2: in it's, a, it's like a 45-minute to an hour train ride away, correct?
3: No, oh, it's know. further than that. It's oh, further really? than that. Yeah, it's about two hours from New York City. I just went to a wedding in Great Barrington. Um, There was people there that knew Dorinda. I talked to people about Dorinda and the town. Great Barrington is a cute, beautiful little town in Massachusetts. The Berkshires is a huge, like it's a forest and it expands through three states, New York, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. And Great Barrington is at the very top of Massachusetts. So it's very close to New York, but it's not New York. It's not Connecticut. It's actually Massachusetts, which is crazy because my friend invited me to her wedding. She's very back East. She's very like New York, grew up there. So like everything has to do with, you know, New York, you know, she's the one that's taking me to the Hamptons for the first time. Um, You know, I went to... Uh, the surf shack or, or the surf lodge where Ramona partied and, you know, where she took that picture in her bathing suit that went crazy viral over the summer. Like I've been to all those places. Cause that's where all the East coast people go to and do. And like when they want to have a wedding, it's always in like the Berkshires. Like this is all very East coast. So I got a little taste of it, gals. And it was amazing. Um, but yes. <laughs> Great Barrington is a tiny little town and everybody knows Dorinda. And I have been there, which is crazy, but I, I didn't go to the Bluestone Manor.
2: <laughs> oh, that's, that's like a dream. I would, I, I would love to go there. Even if I'm there as like the help and I have to just clean up after Tinsley when she falls asleep and pasta in the bed, I will do it. She needs I,
3: to Airbnb it and make some crazy money off oh of it. Oh my Can god, you She'd imagine? make so
1: much money. So much money. I'm surprised she I'm going to do, do a
3: money. freaking podcast in the fish room and call it going under in the fish room
1: (laughs) (laughs) that like
2: you're gonna get a million view like a million hits like i just feel like people who love bravo love the berkshires they love the fish room i you're on to something i like you should just do a tour once it's safe to like really travel and fly again where you just go to all of like the famous landmarks within housewife franchises and record episodes there
3: yes yes we could do that on our own we can make a little trip out of it did Let's you, do you it. guys did BravoCon right
1: yes.
3: yes i'm so jealous i didn't get to do bravo con and i was very sad about it was that incredible
1: it, <laughs> feel so bad now. And it was yeah. it really really was it we were blown away that they pulled it off and it was everything i wanted it to be and more
2: I turned to Vanessa and said, this is the best day of my life. And I'm aware that I'm a a married mother of two. Like I know exactly what I'm saying with that statement.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, my friend went and she loved it. She said everything you guys said, but she was like, I do have to say though, because you know, she's from LA and, She's a production person. She's like, it was a shit show production wise. Like it was in different buildings, 20 minutes away from each other. And I'm like, that's because of the space in New York. The next one needs to be in Los Angeles and we can hold the entire thing in the convention center. And then they're all trapped in one big room. We don't have to go anywhere. You know, we'll
2: all get some sort of pandemic together, and there's another reality show.
3: (laughs) Right, right. I'm telling you, like concerts are never going to be the same. Theater is never going to be the same. I. That's what I'm really hoping. Like I'm being optimistic. I really want everything to go back to normal. You know, I miss the days where you know, we would all like hope to make out with some random person at a bar. Now it's like, yes. oh, are you kidding me? <laughs>
2: like the highlight of my youth. Or even just think about like, I'm a hugger. I'm also a kiss on the, a kiss on the cheek too. So yes. I kept to keep reminding myself that even when it's okay, like there's gonna be a lot of people that are uncomfortable with a hug or they're comfortable with a hug. They might not be comfortable with the kiss on the cheek where in the past people are just like, Oh, that's Abby. That's what she does. And now I feel like I'm it's gonna be really hard. It's if you're a hugger it like it's going to give you a little bit of anxiety thinking about controlling your hugging and so i'm just putting that out there as a a very aware hugger we're going to have to work yes
3: i'm in hollywood and you've seen real housewives of beverly hills that's the first thing they do they all kiss on the cheek and if they really know you they kiss you twice that talisa does it you know and um yeah especially if i'm out and especially if i have a martini glass like I'm kissing everyone on the cheek. I say,
2: "Have a martini, Wes." (laughs) I'll just kiss you on the lips. Are you kidding?
3: (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Let's get her a martini. Um, All right.
2: Well, that's what we're going to do. Next plan: we're coming out to visit you when it's safe. We're getting martinis, and we're just going to hug and kiss everyone we see.
3: Oh my god, it'll be so great. We'll have to go to Tom Tom to see them in live in action. You know, they are different (laughs) when the cameras are not on them. I feel like I've met Tom at auditions and. You know, he's a nice guy and everything. I I like I'm not saying they're bad people. Some of them are. Some of them I feel like they have bad dark souls, but you know, it's not that deep. We're keeping it light. It's just T V after all. Um. (laughs) We're
1: gonna call this episode it's not that deep. Well, actually I was gonna say we should call it it's not that deep, but no it is, it is. Part of it is deep.
2: So part Uh, of it is deep. Oh, well, this was so fun, Leanne. Like, honestly, we were saying, just talking to Bravo people, this has made me so happy. I've laughed. I genuinely forgot about everything. I'm smiling right now. So just like, I hope everyone out there listening is feeling the same way, but thank you so much for just giving us 45 minutes of just happiness. I, I truly loved it.
3: I appreciate Thank you for having me on. I, I had a great time and You know, if you like what you heard, you can definitely come stalk me. I have more. Yes.
2: Tell everyone how to find you. Because, I mean, stalking you is a lot of fun. You live a very exciting (laughs) life.
3: You're so sweet. Thank you very much. If you want to follow my personal account, you know, like the girl said, uh, I do post more on my personal account. It's Hollywood Lian, like Liam, but with an N-L-I-A-N. Hollywood attached to the front of it, it's very easy. You can type that into YouTube, you can type that into Google, um, and you can see everything that I'm up to. You can go on my website, you know, I've been on HBO, I'm an actor, you know, I've done it all. But mostly what I'm more passionate about is like, you know, what the real moms of Bravo are doing, which is talking about Bravo. So if you do want to kind of go down that road with me, if you like what you heard today, I am kind of on the more let's keep it real bitchy, harsh kind of side. You know, sometimes I'll come back next episode and go, I was too harsh on her. (laughs) You know, I do change my mind all the time. You know, we're allowed to do that, but come find me. It's called It's Bravo Bitch. Kind of like, it's Britney, bitch. But it's Bravo Bitch, B-E-T-C-H, with Hollywood Lee. And you can type that into any podcast platform. It's produced by AfterBuzz TV. So that means you can actually watch my show live and comment live with me via YouTube. So um, the links are always posted in my bio because I don't have more than 10,000 followers. (laughs) So I can't do the swipe up option. (laughs) So please follow (laughs) me. Yeah, we're going to do it. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, follow, so you. Please follow me. Look at the
2: people. Come
3: on. Yeah, I really, I would love that. I just want to be able to be like, watch the show now, swipe up. So, um, But it's not that big of a deal. Click in the bio. It's always there. You can find me. I'm always ranting and raving about something. And, um, you know, support everybody that is a little small account out there. You know, there's so many of us. You know, and we've all been just trying to do our best. I've had 100,000 follower accounts steal my bravo content and put it on their page so like i've just been dealing with a lot of kind of hurt in the bravo community so i need some love people show me some love
2: yeah we'll give you some love of course (laughs) i want to give you a hug (laughs) right now see look i'm like this is hard for me not to hug you virtually and and i'm not Uh, guys i'm gonna have a challenge with this hugging thing yes
3: yes yes thank you guys i really appreciate you guys you guys are awesome. And I am such a huge fan and you guys, you know, keep it real, but you know, give it some love. You got that mother perspective, that energy. And I just think you guys are fabulous. So thanks for having me on.
1: Thank you. We'll have to have you back. Thanks so much, Leanne.
2: I just love it when we sit down and talk to people who are just as obsessed with Bravo as we are. It's like, I don't, it's like talking to our people. I don't know how else to describe it.
1: No, it's truly the best. Our husbands don't get it, but Leon does, and so do you who you're listening. You get it.
2: And we love that you guys get it. We love that you're supporting us. The amount of messages that we've been getting, you guys are loving the bonus episodes, and it means so, so much to us. And so many of you have taken that extra step to give us a five-star rating, leave a review. If you haven't already done so, please, please do it. It really does help us. We're starting to get... More noticed. We're getting Bravo loves on there and it's so fun. And we love sharing these experiences with you. If you're not following us on Instagram, please make sure you are at Real Moms of Bravo. That's when you're going to learn all about the bonus episodes that we have coming out. You'll be able to find out right when they happen. And there's been a lot of juicy, just Bravo tea spilling. I think people are getting sick of uh, being locked up and getting stir crazy. So make sure you're following us to hear the latest Bravo drama. And with that, we will catch you next week.